Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. This is part three of the Stereoship Curriculum, Shape Your Business Life. So we started with Stop the Overwhelm, which is fairly self-evident with Stopping Overwhelm. (laughs) And then we went to Choosing the Important, which is getting your priorities in order. And then Shape Your Business Life is actually what happens during stereoship after we've had a few days together. So we've we've done a bunch of work. We've bonded as a group very consciously. We've had hot seats, uh, which are sort of the individual coaching sessions, but in front of the group. Um, we've done a lot of work. We've cried a lot of tears. We've laughed a lot of laughs. laughs. We've done a lot of activities. And this is when we get to here, which is when we're finally primed to talk about money and pricing and accountability and accountants and very, 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 very practical things. There's a reason this doesn't happen until we've opened up quite a bit. And so I'm actually, we're in just a little bit too far for me to be like, okay, here's the precise curriculum with point, sub point, bullet point, sub, sub bullet point. Um, I'm not going to give you free worksheets and spreadsheets. I'm, I'm not going to expect that you'll do those things without all the other work that comes beforehand and the particular magic that is in stereoship. So Instead of that, instead of worksheets and spreadsheets, let's do an eyes closed edition of the podcast. So um, you're going to want to tune in later if you're driving, if you're operating heavy machinery, if you are otherwise unable to close your eyes for just a few minutes, you want to save this one. In this episode, we're going to explore what it looks and feels like to have enough of everything you need. And I know that sounds like simple or dumb or I'll just skip this, but this is the work that is vital and necessary to your being. It is, in fact, the thing that makes me different from other business coaches. It is exactly what gets skipped when pundits and gurus teach you things like how to scale your business or how to double your pricing or how to hashtag crush it or hashtag go pro or just anything that starts with a hashtag. This is what gets skipped. It's the gut checks and the intuitive bits and guidance from you that are far more important than the advice of any experts, myself included, which is why most of my work is helping you access your intuition and then observing you while you're accessing your intuition in order to figure out what your next steps are and then holding you accountable for those next steps. I find that most people are deeply and nearly completely cut off from their intuition And so they don't trust themselves any longer. And when you don't trust yourself, it's really fucking easy to find somebody to walk you through a multi-thousand dollar program in order to get you the quote-unquote answers that you need. 
all of my work, particularly in stewardship, is about first reconnecting you with yourself, with your interiors, with your intuition, with your patterns, with your beliefs, with your mindsets, and with your ways of working. And it's not about judging them. It's simply about acknowledging them. We all work differently, just a little bit within the human realm. And so when we acknowledge those things, we do a lot better in life. And when we acknowledge that we actually do want to do that, and we don't want to do that, and we have no interest in that, there's a freedom that comes. It's like we're carrying really heavy backpacks full of shit and you just put the shit down. You don't have to spend 20 years in therapy examining why you don't want to sell that thing. Just don't sell it anymore. It's possible that it had a reason, it had a season, that season's done. That's it. (laughs) So the entirety of stewardship is based on this premise of enough. That what would you do if you had enough? What would you make? What would you um, build? What would you put your energy toward? It isn't about how to build a seven-figure empire. If you want to build an empire, I'm not your girl. I find empires exhausting. They're typically very power hierarchical. They're not all that great in my mind. So if you're like, I want to have an eight-figure empire, there are people for that who will teach you that. That just makes me tired. I'm about enough. When you have enough, you have more room to move around. You're typically a very swift ship because enough does not require a team of 14 people, generally. Um, You're free to switch things around. You're free to try stuff out. You're free to make new stuff, which I find as a creative person, if I have to just keep making the same thing over and over, I would rather stab my eyes out with spoons. You're free to retire stuff, which I do all the time. And you're free to tinker because the, the myth that's sold to you is that you'll just find a formula, you'll lock it in, you'll make all the dollars, and then you'll just lock that formula in and keep it going forever. But the truth is, even if you do that, even if that's not a lie, which it is, When you do that, you get bored really, really, really quickly because you made a thing and now you just have to talk about the thing for the rest of your life instead of making a new thing. (laughs) That sounds like the worst thing in the whole world to me. If you were like, Kristen, you wrote one book and now you just have to talk about it for the rest of your life every single day and you're not allowed to make anything new, but you will be a billionaire. I would be like, please, please do not do that to me. Because so much of the regenerative portion of creativity and of business comes from making new stuff, trying new stuff, tinkering. So we just enter into the tinkering together and we enter into the space of enoughness together. Okay, so that's what we're going to do right now. So time, energy and money, and this is while your brain is totally active. My belief is that true wealth is having enough time, enough money and enough energy. That when we focus only on the money, we sacrifice time and energy, and then it gets miserable pretty quickly. And so I'm calling to the people that are like, yeah, I would love to have enough time, enough money, and enough energy. And not the people that are cynical, like, that'll never fucking happen. But like, do you believe that's possible? And if yes, let's do this thing. And I didn't say you would have excessive amounts of money. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll make like $400,000 a year. And uh, I'll spend like $50,000 a year, which is what I need. And then I'll just, no, because if you've just said enough is $40,000 a year or $50,000, then that's what we'll do. And we'll play with making it bigger. I'm not against getting bigger, but I am against big for bigger sake because often it means taking on a shit ton more debt, more work, more time, more meetings, more people, more teams, more staff, more, more logistics, more systems. And it often isn't necessary which is the the game that I like to play with. What's necessary, what isn't, what's enough, what's more than enough. So you, wherever you are, we're going to begin the eyes closed portion of the program. 
So you're just going to take a deep, deep breath through your mouth and then out your nose. So So the reverse of what you usually do, you have to sort of think about it. In through the mouth, out through the nose, and then one more in through the mouth. Out through the nose. And with your eyes closed, I just want you to imagine that a velvet curtain drops all around you. So in this space, you're super quiet. None of your usual concerns can get to you. It's not at all claustrophobic. It can be as far away as you need it to be. It's like you found a silent, still room. And you get to enjoy this space. So in this space, you're just breathing however you would like. Just relax your feet. As much as you can. Relaxing your knees. Relaxing your hips and thighs. As much as you can. No judging. Relaxing your sacrum or pelvis. Shaking your hips if need be. Relaxing in your solar plexus, right across your belly button. Relaxing in your heart and chest. Relaxing in your throat. And your neck, which does so much work to keep everything together. (laughs) Just let it go. Relaxing your jaw. We often hold lots of tension there. Relaxing between your brows. I call it the 11s. There's an 11. Makes wrinkles when you're frustrated. And then breathing into any spots that feel tight, if you can. And we're not going to do breath work. I'm not doing a secret, tricky breath work. That's, a, that's an agreement that you have to enter into. That's not what we're doing. Just lying still and breathing as we normally do, as relaxed as possible. And then in this velvet room, I want you to imagine a projector and a screen coming down in front of you. And on that screen, again, without judgment, you're just watching I want your life to show you where you currently don't have enough. And this might be time, this might be money, this might be energy, this might be quite literal, this might be entirely metaphorical. Just observing. Where do you currently not have enough? And then duly noted, you don't have to write it down, you don't even have to remember it necessarily. And then noticing where do you feel a lack of time in your body? So in your body, there's going to be a sensation that is there's a lack of time. So you are, if I say you are one hour late for a meeting, you just forgot about an appointment entirely. You have to be at three places in the next 20 minutes. Where does that constrict in you? In me, it's right across my solar plexus, just above my belly button. And it's like someone is flicking it with their fingers. 
and you, it's probably going to be completely different, but there will be a bodily sensation associated with it. Just noticing, because the body sends the same indicator every time. So noticing, oh, that means I don't have enough time. I need a little more time. Where do you feel a lack of energy in your body? So that's just, I have to, I have to get out of bed. I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> or um, I have to go do this thing. I've promised that I'll go do this thing. And it feels like I have to move a thousand bricks first in order to just get out the door. Where do you feel that lack of energy in your body? For me, it's often that I feel weepy. It feels like my eyes have just like big swollen bags of pus around them, which is really gross. And that's how I know like, oh, I'm really tired. Like I just, because body is just like, please close your eyes and lie down. We're going to make it as miserable as possible to have your eyes open. Where is that for you? Does anything have any pain in it when you have a lack of energy? Does anything twinge? Does anything get tight? Does anything loosen? Does anything spiral? Does anything get hot? Does anything get cool? Does anything twitch or move? Does anything go very still? Does anywhere feel pressure? This is pretty consistent. So anytime you have a lack of energy, this will come up so that you can, this is learning the body's language. This is a pretty consistent method of it to communicate with you. And where do you feel lack of money in your body? So if I say, yeah, your bank account's overdrawn by a thousand bucks. That goes somewhere and it does something in your body. No one is immune to that statement. So where is it in your body that that happens? For me, it's, um, there's a big weight on my chest. It just feels like someone is pressing on it really hard when it comes to money concerns. And it's any time I think about not having enough money. That's exactly what happens. So you might feel a pressure or a pushing. You might feel a loosening. You might just leave your body entirely. It might be so scary that you're just like, Floop, and you'll leave your body entirely. Just noticing. If I say, you owe me 50 bucks, and you don't have 50 bucks, where does that happen in your body? What signal is it trying to send? And breathing into it, because you don't actually owe me 50 bucks. We're good. And then on the screen, as you watch, you see what are, where do you feel or see the lack of all three. So if you don't have enough time, you don't have enough money, you don't have enough energy, it's okay to either see it in, on your body or to feel it in your body. What happens in your body? In in my body, my neck just immediately hurts the whole way up and down it, it really, really badly, all of a sudden, just thinking about it. And it makes sense because the neck holds everything together, right? It's the bridge between the body and the spirit, the brain and the spirit. And it's like, I can't do this shit. So where do you feel that lack of all three? And then when was the last time you felt this particular sensation?
And that was the hard part, which is always the first part. And then we're going to take a look at the opposite of that. So that's having enough time and enough meaning like, oh, there's enough. It's not going to run out. You don't have to rush. You're good. You have enough. What is having enough time feel like in your body? So in this case, it might be uh, a client canceled. You're already there and you don't have to, ha- you don't have anything else to do. So you have an hour. You just, uh, where, do, where do you feel that in your body? That extra hour that just appeared. In my body, there's a loosening, a sort of unspooling that happens from my heart all the way down my body. Just like, oh, like an expansion. So if I say that client that you really can't stand, um, they canceled. They didn't take any of their money away. They're just done. (laughs) But all the time that you had scheduled to work with them, it's yours now. If I say those errands that you had scheduled, someone else is going to take care of those perfectly. And now you have the time dedicated to them. How does that look? And feel. And then if I say uh, your bank account is just mysteriously, it has just enough money to get you through the next 30 days. Like it's perfect. You have enough. Where do you feel that in your body? For me, there's a welling up in my throat right across my chest. It's really beautiful. There's, an ex- again, an expansion. So constriction tends to come from a lack, enoughness. You tend to feel expanding. These should feel good. If I say you have enough money, that should feel really, really good in your body. And then if I say, um, what does having enough energy feel like in your body? So playing with, um, you've, you've had plenty of sleep which might be something you can't even imagine at this moment. What does that feel like in your body? So in my case, that feels like a brightness. Um, It feels like I'm alert, I'm awake, I can do things. It feels like there's a little bit of a bounding, jumpy energy, like I've had just a touch more caffeine than I should have. That means I have enough energy. Where do you feel enough energy in your body? And if you have all three, let's, before we have all three, let's take a look at, um, on that screen in this room, what might it look like to have enough of all three? And it could be that you've never felt this in your whole life. So you have enough time, you have enough money, you have enough energy. What does that look like for you? And that might be that you see a symbol. It might be that you see an answer. It might be that you see nothing because you're like, does not compute. I have literally never had enough. And so then we switch to feeling in your body this particular thing. Feeling I have taken care of the next 48 hours and you have enough time to do whatever you would like. I have temporarily taken away whatever it is that saps your energy and you have enough energy to do whatever you would like. I have magically solved your money problems or issues or concerns and they are completely taken care of. Notice if you have enough time, you have enough money, you have enough energy, where 
does that show up in your body? And where can we cultivate more of that feeling of that enoughness? It probably, uh, for me, it feels like a spiraling open of the heart. It's an incredibly soft feeling. It's really easy to miss. It's really easy to override because I, I can think stressful thoughts and it comes back immediately. But play with, can you spiral open your heart just a touch? Can you believe that it's possible to have enough time, enough money, and enough energy? And what might that look like? So on that screen, any sort of symbol, any sort of message, now's the time for you to see it and to hang out with it for just a moment. And I invite one small tweak that you can make to move toward enough, toward feeling that you have enough time, enough money, enough energy. I invite that one small tweak to come toward you for it to make itself known. This is not burning the whole thing down. This is not starting over completely. This is a small tweak you can make in order to move toward having enough consistently. Because once we have enough, we move toward enough consistently. And if there are any other messages that want to visit you in the quiet, calm space, now is the time for them to visit any tokens or symbols that want to appear, fantastic. And if this is incredibly difficult, like it's difficult to even imagine a scenario in which this would be the case, just let that idea go. Because the first hardest work is often opening up the realm of possibility so let's do that that's the work we're doing now and then that screen can just gently disappear from wherever it came we can pull back all the curtains of the silence and space and you can begin to come back to the room Remembering how it feels to have enough, enough time, enough money, enough energy, enough of all three. Thank you for doing the hard work of acknowledging where you're struggling, of acknowledging how lack feels in your body, and of being inquisitive about how enough feels in your body. And I invite you, if you are completely cut off from your intuition but would like not to be, or you have an inkling that your intuition is really important and you'd like to develop it, especially as it relates to to your life and business and letting it guide you, that's part of the stewardship curriculum, as evidenced here. So head to kristenkelp.com slash S-Y-S. You can book a call with me. You can download the brochure. And when I say book a call with me, I mean actually do it. Like I'm... The worst that will happen is that you will waste 15 minutes because we, it's just, it's terrible. And I have somehow failed you, but that's never been the case. I've never had that happen. It's always been a really, really pleasurable experience for both of us. And then um, we'll figure out whether stewardship is right for you. 
So take a look at all the things. Pay attention to all the things. Um, there are five spots taken, five spots left. And uh, let's do this thing. Let's take a look at your ship together. And I'm always available, if you can't remember the links, um, at k at kristenkelp.com if you've got any questions. So may you feel what it feels to have enough time, enough money, and enough energy. May you feel that in your body. May you remember that feeling whenever possible. And may you become more intimately familiar with those feelings as time goes on, as you enter the realm of enough, and as you remain there for days and days to come. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.